Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the sports leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. We're going to welcome in uh, the host of Send It In, an Odyssey sports betting insider, PJ Glasser. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Uh, before we, we let PJ on, I wanted to share PJ. I've been uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, music from my favorite Italian opera singer. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or not. His name is um, Enrico. Oh, what's his last name? Oh, yeah, Enrico Palazzo. Have you heard of Enrico Palazzo? No, Enrico Palazzo. I have not heard of him, Danger, but I am excited tonight to watch some Isaiah Pacheco. Ah, yes. yes. Right into it. PJ, oh. <laughs> you're the absolute best. All right, so let, let's start there. Let's start with tonight because the, the NFL season obviously has our attention. Week one gets underway tonight with the Chiefs and the Lions. We know that Kelsey is, is a game-time decision. Uh, you know What that means to how we're betting this game tonight, uh, that's why we have you on with us, PJ. Tell us what you're liking tonight. Guys, you know, it, it's an interesting game, right? Because Kelsey obviously suffered this injury a couple days ago. There's no more the enemy. And now Matt Nagy has been there a couple years helping out the offense. Andy Reid's obviously still there. But Kelsey's a durable guy, and I just really don't know what to expect from the Chiefs' offense tonight, which kind of makes it tough to attack the prop market, makes it tough to attack the side in total as well. What I've been saying all week, even when this line was up to 6.5, and and now that it's down to 4.5, I think it's the perfect game to bet live. Because the way I look at it, if the Lions go down first, they go up 7 nothing. you can get the Chiefs at like 1.5, maybe buy them on the money line. Vice versa, if Kansas City goes up 7 nothing, 10 nothing, you get the Lions at a really good price. I think it's going to be a one-score game either way. I think it's going to be close. So I think it's a great game to bet live, guys. You either get the Chiefs at a lower price or you get the Lions at a higher number. Really nothing for me on the side or total to start. I'll just look to bet the game live. Yeah, PJ, let's uh, stick with the pros here for a little bit. Uh, one of the games we're all going to be watching because it's it's entertaining, right? Uh, the Niners are road favorites in Pittsburgh, and we're all kind of thinking the Steelers might be one of these teams that were in the postseason last year and they'll find their way back in. Is there any value, in your opinion, in betting Niners and Steelers? Gene, probably my favorite play of the week. I love Pittsburgh. Uh, plus two and a half. We're starting to see some plus twos pop up. 
Looks like Bosa's going to play now that he's signed that extension, but how effective is he going to be? How many reps is, gonna, is he going to be out there? I'm worried about the injuries with San Francisco, guys. Obviously, Brock Purdy's going to be playing his first game since the NFC title game. How effective is he going to be? George Kittle's going to bang up. He's so important to them, not only receiving, but obviously what he does in the blocking game. And then on the flip side, guys, Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett played five drives in preseason. The Steelers scored touchdowns on all five of those drives. Under Tomlin, they're 16-4 and four against the spread as home underdogs. He's great in this spot. You look at what the Steelers did the last two years in week one. As you guys know, they went up to Buffalo. They beat them outright as six-and-a-half-point dogs. They beat the Bengals last year outright as six-and-a-half-point dogs. When T.J. Watt is on the field, they're 59-26-2 straight up. When he doesn't play, they're 1-10. For whatever it is, when Watt's out there, they're great. When he's not, they're not. And he's going to be out there. I love Pittsburgh. Uh, they're going to win the game outright, but you can take them plus two and a half as well. PJ, uh, another game that we'll have uh, our eyes on here in the AFC South the team that found themselves in the postseason in Jacksonville and, and a kind of a wild card here in Indianapolis. We don't really know what we're going to get out of Anthony Richardson. We know he's raw, but we also know he has immense playmaking capabilities and, and maybe Shane Steichen has already found some ways to tap into that potential. How do you like this Jags Colts matchup on Sunday? Danger, you frame the question perfectly in the sense that we don't know what we're going to get, and I think that plays into the hands of Indianapolis in this game. The trend that's kind of going around right now, guys, in the betting space, since 2012, home underdogs in Week 1 are 14-2-1 and against the spread. They have been fantastic the last decade-plus in this spot. Now, the concern you have with Indy Wright, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, going against a Jacksonville team that's very talented, but the Jags are the kind of teams that I look to fade early on in the season because they're getting a lot of hype. A lot of people are buying in. I've been seeing people all over the place give out their preseason predictions. They have Jacksonville maybe getting the one seed. I think maybe this line is a little bit too high. I think Indy can keep it close, can hang around in this game. The element of surprise with Anthony Richardson, you know, the Jags struggled running quarterbacks last year. Lamar ran for 90 on him. Daniel Jones ran over 100. They're going to use Richardson's legs in this game, and uh, I think they're going to find a way to keep it close. I like the Colts plus five. Uh, we're talking to P.J. Glasser, your host of Send It In. Um, one, Well, actually, we'll give you the bills here, too, but... I'm looking at this Charger-Dolphin matchup, and okay, two playoff teams from last year, and they're both, both out early, but the Dolphins, the way they finished up last season, having lost their last five road games, one of them being at the Chargers, where Tua didn't look particularly good. I mean, PJ, I look at this, and I think, boy, this looks like an easy cover for the Chargers. Am I, am I falling into a trap here? Not at all. I'm right with you. I would lay the three with the Chargers, and I think the Jalen Ramsey injury is going to be huge in this game with all the weapons that L.A. has, right? Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they got Quentin Johnson from TCU in, in the first round this past draft. I think a lot of people, guys, are going to come into this game, and they're going to say that week one is going to benefit Miami because two is obviously healthy and he's out there. I think it's the other way. I think it benefits the Chargers for whatever reason, L.A., guys, as we know, is one of these teams year after year. They always have injuries. They always do. So the fact we're getting a healthy Keenan, we're getting a healthy Mike Williams and Austin Eckler. Remember, Rashawn Slater, who's one of the best tackles in football, comes back to protect Herbert. 
So they're healthy. I love the Kellen Moore addition for the offense. I think this is a great spot to take the charges. I have a feeling the Dolphins are going to be a trendy underdog because people love Tua with, with Waddle and Hill. But I would lay the three with the Chargers. I, I think they're going to win this game by a touchdown. We're waiting until Monday night. Bills, Jets. Uh, I know that uh, there's a lot of hype around the Jets. Boy, I don't know that there's any way that they can live up to all the preseason hype that they've been given. The Bills very quietly going in to the Meadowlands uh, on Monday night, PJ. Which way are you leaning here? It, it's crazy, isn't it, Danger? I mean, it doesn't feel like the people are really talking about the Bills. I think anything under three guys is a bet on Buffalo. I was talking about Jacksonville, right? Kind of being a team in the preseason that everybody's hyping up, that everybody likes. The Jets are, are the ultimate team. I mean, they are the team of the offseason. You look at kind of the teams of the offseason the last few years, whether it was the Broncos last year, whether it was Brady when he came over with the Bucks, when the Browns were getting all the hype, when Odell Beckham got traded over there. All those teams lost their week one matchups. And again, I gave that stat about the home divisional dogs. That's what kind of worries me in this game. But I like Buffalo. As you guys know, the Bills started last season so strong, blew out the Rams on opening night, blew out the Titans in week two in in that Monday night game. So they tend to start the seasons off fast. They know how important this game is, not only being a divisional game, but being on the road. If you can take that game in the Meadowlands against the Jets, who you're probably going to be competing with in the division, I think Josh Allen's not getting talked about enough. I think he's going to win MVP this year. I think he's going to have a monster year. I think it starts on Monday night. I would lay the two and a half with Buffalo. Ah, PJ Glasser telling uh, Bills fans what they want to hear, and maybe you can take advantage of that. PJ, you were spot on a lot of your college picks last week. Let's point out you had Wyoming. I, the game we're all going to be paying attention to, well, gosh, the story from week one. It was Colorado. It's Deion Sanders yeah. going in and, and knocking off a team that went to the national championship game. And what, I'm just looking at this line, like three against Nebraska? Like that look. And I read somewhere today, PJ, that one sports book had 87% of the dollars going on Colorado. So if the public is putting this much faith into Deion Sanders and Colorado at home. Is this something that is too good to be true, or are you thinking, let keep riding here with Colorado? Guys, I, I think week two in college football and in the NFL is some of my favorite weeks to bet in football because of the overreaction. Some advice I would give to the listeners, go right now over to the NFL and look at some of the look-ahead lines that they already have for week two because I promise you some of those lines are going to move like three or four points. There's going to be some big overreactions, and those teams are going to have some great value on them, and Nebraska is one of those teams, guys. Look, I know how impressive Colorado looked last week. I think their offense is legit. I mean, Sanders is is great. Travis Hunter's awesome. The running back's really good. I don't think Colorado's going to have problems scoring points this year, but that defense is still a weakness. They gave up 42 points, and that's with TCU throwing two picks in the red zone. Now, Nebraska's offense is nowhere near what TCU's is, but their defense is way better, and they have a pretty good running game, and that's going to be Matt Rule's game plan. He's going to try and run the ball, keep Colorado's offense on the sideline. You talked about it, uh, Gene. I mean, the, the reaction to this game is insane. People want to continue to bet Colorado. It's at three, three and a half right now. I would grab the hook. I don't know if Nebraska can win this game because they lose so many one-score games, 
but I'm absolutely going to take the points with them at plus three and a half. The other big game on Saturday is uh, Alabama and Texas. Nice little mm-hmm. matchup here. As you see both of those teams getting their week one wins. Uh, which direction are you leaning with Alabama and Texas? I like the total in this game, guys. I would go under the 54. Bama has three offensive linemen that weigh over 350 pounds. Mm. Their, their quarterback, Jalen Milrow, is the fastest player on the team. And their best skill position guy is their running back, Jace McClellan. Nick Saban will do whatever it takes to win this game, and he knows the formula is running the football and leaning on his defense. This game was low-scoring last year. I think it's going to be low-scoring again. As for the side, I would probably lay the seven with Bama if I had to choose. I really don't love it. I think they win the game. I've heard a lot of people that like Texas on the money line this week, and I would just caution people. Bama's only lost at home four times since 2009. Three of those quarterbacks were by the name of Joe Burrow, Cam Newton, and Johnny Manziel. So it usually takes some pretty good quarterbacks to go into Tuscaloosa and beat them. Quinn Ewers is really good. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. I think he's going to have to be really special on Saturday for them to win that game. So I think Bama wins, but guys, I think under 54 is the play. We're talking to P.J. Glasser, who last week said, hey, Wyoming, take the points. They won outright, overtime, one of the most entertaining games of the week over Texas Tech. And now here's Texas Tech taking on Oregon back home. Are we thinking Texas Tech will bounce back here, P.J.? We sure are. We sure are. Gene, one of my things, one of my favorite things to bet in college football, when a team has a look ahead spot and they lose outright, like Texas Tech did. We talked about that last week. That was part of the handicap, looking ahead to Oregon. When they lose guys, you come right back with them the following week. Texas Tech was talked about as kind of like a sleeper in the Big 12. Maybe they can challenge Texas. Maybe they can challenge Oklahoma. You can't go 0-2 to start your season. They were up 17-0 last week against Wyoming. They let that game slip away. They lost outright. Now here comes Oregon. They scored 81 <laughs> points in week one. Everybody's going nuts. Lubbock, Texas at night is a tough place to play. It's tricky. Everybody's betting Oregon. They're one of the most public sides of the week. That spread sitting at six and a half, telling me that the odds makers are comfortable letting people bet Oregon, saying... Sure, they can win 31-24, 38-31. They can win by a touchdown. I think that's telling you a lot, guys. Anytime it's under seven like that and you're getting a popular favorite, I lean underdog. This is going to be the upset of the week. I told you guys Wyoming last week. Texas Tech will get Oregon this week. God, PJ, and I think you had another one. Did you give us Fresno State last week too? Like there's... There's a handful of games last week when you saw that, that, that how they the outcome. I went back and, and listened to, to our segment with PJ. I'm like, yeah, PJ yeah. is on his game. So, PJ, we appreciate you giving us the winners for week one in the NFL and also for week two in college football. We'll check in with you again next Wednesday at our normal time if, if that works for you. And, and we'll uh, compare notes once again. Absolutely. Talk to you guys next Wednesday. Enjoy the game tonight, fellas. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, PJ. PJ Glasser, who says, watch for Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> he went right where I wanted him to go. Right where I wanted him to go. Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> the Baltimore accent's my favorite. It's so rich, though, that we're making fun of him. You don't have the Rochester accent like I do, though. No, you've been here your yeah, whole life. Yeah. It's, it's ingrained. It's in your DNA. John Ram. What do you think of John Ram? Oh, yeah. John Ram. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go up to Buffalo, and I'm going to go get some hot wings and blue cheese. And then after that, I'm going to take my kids to the Bills game. Then after that.
Not then <laughs> after, after that. Then after that. It's the best. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit more NFL next in the sports bar. We've got some news and notes to share. What will give you a little, uh, what we know at least about tonight's game between the chiefs and the lions, a significant injury to to Travis Kelsey that has our attention. Uh, notes from bills practice today. We've got their first official injury report of the 2023 season to, to review as well. And a little, uh, little cap gymnastics happening in San Francisco, as you would expect after they signed Nick Bosa to the largest non-quarterback deal in NFL history. Ooh, ooh. And uh, I'm going to save this for shots later. <sighs> One of our favorite coaches might have some love trouble. Okay. That's uh, that's what we call a tease in yeah. the profession of radio. Yeah. Appreciate that. We'll get to appetizers next here in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 